Hey y'all, uh, a few exciting things have happened since 2017 ended and 2018 began. Uh, if you listen to this beer podcast, chances are you might be interested in listening to other beer podcasts as well. Uh, if you want to find out an easy way to listen to other beer podcasts, check out the Hopped Up Network. Building Breweries is now part of that network. Um, and you see Hopped Up Network is, is it's a group of independent beer podcasts like myself devoted to providing insight into all of our local craft beer communities. Through feedback, support, and cross-promotion, uh, we all improve our shows and, and expand our audiences. So, so you know, they, they have the website. Uh, you can listen and connect on there uh, at hoppedupnetwork.com. And, uh, you know, you're going to hear other interesting takes on, on uh, interviews and maybe get some more uh, insight that I can't provide myself. So be sure to check it out when you can. Hey, beer nerds. Welcome to Building Breweries, a beer podcast that's all about the founders and owners of your favorite breweries. Michael asks questions about their story, their beers, and what makes them unique. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and share. Follow Building Breweries on Facebook and check out the blog at www.buildingbreweries.com. All right, happy being joined now by Sam Cass from Trove. Um, Sam, you're not my, my typical guest. Normally, I, I have founders and owners of, of breweries all across the nation. Um, but you are the, the former White House chef and, and senior policy advisor for nutrition under the Obama administration. And I believe you were also President Obama's uh, personal chef when he was Senator Obama. Is that right? That's correct. So it's, so it's safe to say that you know President Obama fairly well over the years. Uh, yes, that is definitely safe to say. Okay, so you know you always hear about people saying that they want to vote for a president that they can have a uh, they can have a beer with. Is President Obama that type of person that you want to have a beer with? Yeah, definitely. He's uh, he's a great guy to enjoy a beer. He's uh, he's got an incredible sense of humor. He talks a lot of trash. Um, obviously, um, you know, he's a pretty smart guy. So yeah. Awesome. If he offers, if he offers you a beer, I would take it. Okay. Well, and, and so, but that, that's kind of why we're here today, talking to you. Um, you know, the White House experimented with home brewing back in, I guess, 2011 ish, and it, it sounds like um, uh, you were a integral part of that process. Can you just tell us a little bit about that story and, and how it all came to be? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know, food and and uh, where it comes from, how it's produced. Um, all the entrepreneurs that are doing incredible, uh, incredible work across the country, sort of re, re, um, invigorating our food system is something that you know meant a lot to us at the White House. And obviously, with the first lady's work, we did a, a ton of work around for food plants at the garden, and had the first beehive and first compost on the south grounds. Like lots of lots of work was done, both you know, sort of externally and internally around sort of what we ate in the White House and how food operated and. And, you know, we all love beer and, you know, people were completely reinventing uh, beer in America for, you know, that's been going on for some time. And it just seemed like the obvious thing to do, um, you know, to do it uh, ourselves and, and brew uh, a White House beer. Um, and so I uh, proposed that to, to the president. Um, he was super into it. 
and said, yeah, go ahead, do it. He, he had to pay for everything because we couldn't be charging taxpayers uh, to buy some five-gallon carboys. So, uh, so, so, so he was buying his own homebrew kit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We weren't going to charge that to the taxpayers. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, so he, he paid for all the equipment. Um, we bought two sets. And away we went. Um, I, I mean, I, I've seen uh, video of uh, the equipment that you use, and it's literally something that I can just pick up in my, my homebrew shop down the street. That's literally what we did. We went to the homebrew shop uh, that wasn't too far, uh, from, you know, just in near, not too far from the White House. And, uh, yep, that's, we picked up just some regular homebrew kits. Did, did you have any prior homebrewing experience before then? None. Nobody on the on the on the on the kitchen staff did. There was a guy in the Navy mess who um, who had brewed some at home, so he kind of helped us with our first test run. Um, the Navy mess was sort of the, a, a kitchen that served the staff uh, in the West Wing, um, and so he uh, he uh, he he sort of helped us, you know, figure out our first our first round, and then we sort of tweaked with the recipe and, and, and started going for it. And I got to say, uh, came out a lot better than I could have ever imagined. Was it, was it a uh, harder, like, does it, did anything surprise you about the homebrewing process? Was it harder or easier that you might've uh, thought about? Um, it's much more like baking than it is like cooking. Mm-hmm. It's very, you know, I think the thing that I realized is just how precise you have to be to get the exact result or just that like every, Every step, something can go wrong. Then um, you just have to be really clean and really, uh, uh, you know, on top of your your process. And so, you know, I, uh, I and I guess, but I also was shocked at how good it was. I mean, really, we, we were like, no way. Like when we drank the first one, we like couldn't believe that it. it was it was like legit <laughs> good beer. And uh, and so that was a you know it was a lot of fun. But and I got a. Give a lot of credit to uh, Tafari Campbell, who was uh, one of the sous chefs in the in the residence kitchen, who really you know helped uh, helped do a lot of the actual brewing himself, uh, and just did a fantastic job. So we ended up having three different kinds of beer. We used honey from the uh, from the White House um, beehive uh, in in the beers. They were all they were all honey beers, but. But they didn't have any sweetness to the palate. It just it helped with the nose, but you know they were very they, they weren't sweet in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a honey blonde, uh, a honey ale, and we called it a, a honey porter. It wasn't it wasn't a true porter, but it was real dark, and that one was my favorite. Hmm. Who 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 drank the beer? Were there like you know parties, foreign dignitaries coming and, and partaking in the homebrew um, Super Bowl parties, anything like that? Um. Yeah, all, all, all of that. I mean, it was actually um, we had lots of discussion with lawyers, uh, White House lawyers, about could this happen? How is it going to happen? Who could he? Who could we give the beer to? So, I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell those stories another day. But it, it wasn't an easy thing to get approved. But once, once we, you know, but if the president wants it, ultimately you're going to get it done. So, um, but we had to. He could, he could give it to. Um, people in, uh, we couldn't serve it at official events. So if it was like a state dinner, we couldn't serve it. Mm-hmm. But at his, like, at like the Super Bowl parties, we always served it at, he gave it away to, there was some negotiation at some point with, with senators that was getting really tough. And, um, 
uh, he gave uh, he gave some away. I think either right at the very end or at, when they got it over the finish line, um, <laughs> which was a hit. Um, uh, so it's things like that, at, you know, like the Christmas, you know, his family Christmas party, those kind of things. There was always beer, and he took it on the road. You know, they took it on the road with them. There's a, he was in, uh, I think it was in Iowa or Ohio. I mean, it was Ohio. Some guys asked him for uh, for uh, a beer, and uh, and and the president made them get one off the bus because they had some with them, and then they ended up putting it for auction on eBay. And I I remember what? To check this. <laughs> Yeah, well, I remember there's a, they 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 auctioned off for like ten grand. It's what I is that what I recall. Someone's got to try to find that. And there's like twelve guys who had each thrown in to get it, and they got a they each had an ounce oh <laughs> an ounce gosh. of beer. Yeah. So I'm, I'm um, go on. Go ahead. I'm thinking about um, just the history of the White House and, and presidents of the past, and and all the pro uh, all the you know, things that they grew or made themselves uh, on their own properties uh, during their presidency or maybe before their presidency. Has there ever been beer brewed in the White House before? So that was, you know, um, the, I assumed there had been a ton of history there. Um, and when the archivist went back to check the, the records, because I wanted to put out the history of it, assuming there'd be lots to talk about. Um, and he came back and said, Although there was, there's ample evidence of copious beer drinking uh, in the White House during Prohibition, he couldn't find any evidence of anything being brewed or distilled at the White House itself. Mm -hmm. um, so he said, you know, this is the the first beer that is to what he can find that was ever brewed there. Now, you know, at Mount Vernon, you know, George Washington had a very famous distillery there. Um, Thomas Jefferson made wine and, and I think did some brewing um, at, at Monticello, but they couldn't find anything on the White House grounds. Um, so that was pretty exciting. Now, you know, I assume, you know, back in the day, it was just the White House and then there was just, you know, you, anybody, people were like living right outside the White House. They, mm -hmm. You know, particularly when they were building it, there were people who, uh, you know, the people who were working on the White House like lived in little kind of shacks basically right outside the white house so i gotta imagine some of them were making some site hard cider or something but um but no president had ever taken it on that we could find excellent that's that's exciting for you all then um so i mean do you, do you still do any home brewing yourself or you know any interest in it uh well now i'm married and uh haven't convinced my wife to let let me <laughs> get the uh the, the project started although she once upon a time did a little home brewing herself uh uh, many, many, many moons ago. Um, but I, I, when I get a little time, we just had a baby. So once things set a little bit, I, I definitely plan on taking it up. Yeah, that's understandable. And and you know now that now that he's retired from the office, do you think uh, President Obama is likely to buy a home uh, homebrew kit himself again? <laughs> I think he'd brew. I think he'd drink any beer that we would brew for him. But <laughs> I can't imagine he's going to take it up himself personally. <laughs> That, that's that's totally fair. Um, hey, so Sam, thank you for your time today. Uh, I, I know you're pretty busy uh, with another project, so I do appreciate you talking about some some White House history there during your time there. Um, no, my my pleasure. No, so, listen, this it was one of the great uh, it was one of the great uh, things we did. I just I I, I, uh, I was very proud of of the fact that we were, you know, anytime you do something kind of new uh, in the White House, it carries some risk and obviously brewing beer and people are like what are they doing in there. Um, but it was such a success, and I think to people who are helping to make 
better beer all over the country in their basements and garages and microbreweries around the country. You know, it was a, it was a great way to lift up um, what they're doing to help make our country more delicious and more diverse. And so it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I, be- I believe it's, it's so kind of, for, for the most part, uh, apolitical and it's just kind of fun to talk about and it's and you're right it's it's just a reflection of what america is right now and that's a we're, we're a place that's a little bit more comfortable with beer than we have been in the past i think totally um, so so what what are you up to right now what keeps you busy um uh, well, i'm i'm all my work focuses in on sort of the intersection of, of health and and climate change sustainability and food of course um and so you know got a lot of things going to do strategy work with a company with a little company I found called Trove, and I'm a venture partner in a, in a fund called Acre, which is trying to invest in the next generation of companies that are helping to solve these these problems. We've got a book coming out in uh, uh, in a couple months, on April 17th, um, called Eat a Little Better, which is a cookbook around uh, these same themes. So keep them busy. Sounds like it. Sam, I appreciate your time today. Uh, good luck with all of that. Thanks so much. Take care. Do you want your brewery featured? Email michael at buildingbreweries.com.